0: Toto, oh I'm we're not in Kansas anymore.
1: Toto, 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 Toto. to in the, the
2: Africa.
0: What would you do with a brain if you had one?
2: If ever, 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 a wizard that was, the wizard that vows has one, because, because, because,
1: because, 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 because... Three, two, one, zero. <laughs> Silly intern. <laughs> hey, you! Yeah, you! Come here for a minute. I want to talk to you.
0: What would you do with a brain if you had one? <laughs> can't find
1: peace of mind, brain needs an overhaul. What would
0: you do with a brain if you had one?
1: Bonehead, brain dead, we're all the same. You can't think straight when your heart is in pain. Turn around, hit the ground, time to live. Well, man, I ain't gonna lie to
3: you.
5: I wouldn't lie to you, Tony.
1: <clears throat>
5: Say by grace is the name of the game. Turn around, hit the ground. Time to lay your burden down. All right, welcome to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Uh, Tony's here. Good morning. Denver's here. Good morning. Marv is here.
3: Yeah, I am.
5: And our <laughs> special guest, Toto. <laughs> Toto, Toto is here Cody D Hey Cody Good morning everybody <laughs> Now now, Cody um, We nicknamed him Toto For um, a couple of different reasons No not because he looks like a little black dog But because he wears this Sometimes This band Band X band thing around his head <laughs> Kind of like the group Toto did Back in the late 70s early 80s um, And it's just become an affectionate term So uh, what do you think of that? by it, the way it's a man band it's a man band yeah and he has a man bun too uh so if you're watching on our youtube channel you'll see a picture of toto there uh there he is there wave toto you can't see him waving cuz you're listening <laughs> on the radio <laughs> I, I haven't seen the
0: photo is, is it the man bun photo no but he's Aww. got he's
5: got the man band on okay yeah yeah so uh, anyway, so so welcome. Now, now, Cody is an intern out of the Adult and Teen Challenge C- Center in Shed, Oregon. And uh, so he, he t- t- really quickly tell us a little bit about how in the heck you ended up in a Christian treatment center. I mean, you were obviously not being Mr. Wonderful, right?
6: Yeah, uh, just went through life kind of making some bad decisions and uh God just led me into
3: closer uh, to the
5: mic, buddy. One of the
6: uh, thrift stores that they have here in Albany, and he just walked me in. I've driven by it probably a thousand times, and uh, at my time in need, he just led me in there, walked in there, and I met a couple guys that I ended up going to high school with, and uh, they just had this light in their eyes, and I saw that, and I wanted that. And a week later, I ended up coming to the program, and I ended up graduating and decided to stay another year, and and, and now an intern.
5: Have you lost your mind? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good a good thing. And and so uh uh if people want to meet Cody, they could actually go to the Teen Challenge thrift store in downtown Albany and say hello, right?
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. You come on d- down.
5: Yeah, you're down Monday's your day off. But other than that, yeah, you just go say I'd like to speak to Toto. <laughs> with the
4: really nice hair.
5: Yeah, with the man <laughs> bun I get that a lot. Go the guy with the um um
6: um
4: Yeah. But it's really thick, and it's healthy.
5: I know. I hate his hair.
4: <laughs> I'm jealous.
5: Uh, me, too. I am, too. So uh, welcome welcome to uh, Cody, a.k.a. Toto. Uh, so we're going to be uh, tackling uh, Step 3 this week. Um, this show is called Step 3 Revealed. And uh, Step 3 says, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. We're going to talk about the italics of we understood him, what that really means and what it doesn't mean. And why this step is so vitally important to one's recovery before you go any further with this thing. Now, we we know that uh, the, you can't change what you don't acknowledge. So mm-hmm. that's step one. Step one, maybe we were powerless over, fill in the blank, right? Mm-hmm. And until we come to that point where we can admit that we're in deep weeds and our lives unmanageable, we're probably not going to go any further. It's mm-hmm. been said in recovery circles that step one is the only one you have to do perfectly. Um You really do need to be able to recognize that right Tony uh, yeah, yeah, you bet um, step two <clears throat> is we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore to sanity we do, may not even know who that is mm. or what that is. But we know that we're not it I know who it ain't You know who it ain't? It ain't you? <laughs> it ain't me <laughs> And step three, uh, we make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him And uh, we're going to be talking about that um, But we have a brand new sponsor, I want you to hear this oh, Yay Hey, greetings recovery family, it's me, the Monty Man And as CEO of
7: KHLT Recovery Broadcasting, I'd like to personally welcome our newest sponsor, the host of the largest community of independent podcasters and DJs, the folks at Potomatic. Since we have been with Potomatic, our quality of shows, the user-friendly manner in which our listeners are able to tune in every day, has reached the pinnacle of professionalism. You
5: will never pay for a subscription to our podcast, and now even more of our archives will remain available for you to download. Because of the generous folks at Potomatic, Take 12 Recovery Radio is now able to reach literally thousands of people seeking recovery from drug and alcohol addiction. Addiction is the number one health crisis in our world today, and recovery from active addiction gets the least amount of attention due to stigma. Now, with
7: the help of Podomatic, we are able to break that stigma and focus on the
5: solution that is recovery more effectively than ever before. So, from all of us here at KHLT and the Take 12 Recovery Radio
7: shows, we give a hearty thank you to the staff at Potomatic. To subscribe free to our podcast, visit us at
5: www.take12recoveryradio.podomatic.com dot com that's take the number 12 recovery radio dot p-o-d-o-m-a-t-i-c dot com thank you podomatic and god bless you to join the world's largest directory of independent podcasters visit triple dot dot com all right uh, and welcome back and what time is it Do you know what time it is? It's time to play
7: Guess That Soundbite. (laughs) Soundbite. Soundbite.
5: Yes, it is indeed time to play Guess That Soundbite. The uh, winner of uh, last week's Soundbite contest, uh, by the way, what are you doing, Denver? (laughs)
0: Just give him our thumbs up over there.
5: (laughs) Give me
4: some of your energy. I need it.
5: Uh, Samantha W. from Boston, Massachusetts, all the way from Boston, uh, is the winner of last week's Soundbite contest. The Soundbite was from the TV sitcom Full House. Full House. And the uh, secret clue was DJ Tanner. DJ Tanner. So she was wow. the first email to send in. Uh, DJ Tanner was played... Um, th- that part was the daughter of one of the people in the show. <laughs> I- I'm losing it. <laughs> <take> You're it, <laughs> looking sorry. at me like I care. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so congratulations. And so what you get when you... when And we're going to sweeten the pot a little bit. Mm. Um, so... What Samantha gets is she gets, uh, the it's normally $25 on our website, um, but you get the uh, Walking Through the Big Book series. It's 34 one-hour workshops unpacking the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous by one of the number one downloaded um, circuit speakers in the world, Mr. Chris Schroeder, Mm -hmm. and myself. This was a year in the making. We put this together, and she's going to receive that. And she's also going to receive, and from now on, uh, you're also going to receive Songs and Recovery Recording Artists. Uh, there's 18 uh, recovery songs on this CD. You're going to get that. Um, and these are from the top recovery recording artists in the world. And they've been so gracious to allow us to, to copy these and give away this CD okay. with you, uh, with the uh, Walking Through the Big Book series. So, Samantha, congratulations. All right. So are you ready for this week's soundbite? You ready, Tony? I'm ready. You ready, Marv? Oh, yeah. All right. Now, don't (laughs) say it because you're going to know it. Don't say it. You got Okay. So if you guess this, you also have to guess the secret clue later on in the show. And you email me at at take12radioatcomcast.net. That's T-A-K-E, the number 12, radioatcomcast.net with the secret clue and the name of the show that this is from. And then you could win the prize as well. All right. So here we go. Boy the way
1: Glenn Miller played.
5: There you go, that's all you get. Oh, that is Toto. all I don't you think get.
4: Toto knows that one. I barely way know out of that my one. generation. Uh, out of I, my generation. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> I barely remember it. Barely. Do you, Mark, do you what know about what? you? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Boy, if that show was playing today. Woo look oh, out. Oh yeah. The controversy. Man. Oh the controversy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my goodness. Um so yeah, there you go. Can you get it on Hulu? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Um, so the secret clue will be coming up here uh, shortly. And, uh, oh, by the way, we lost Tom Petty. Uh, I know, right? I barely remember. Yeah. Him. Tom Petty. I'd
0: like to tell the story about the first time I heard Tom Petty, but I don't think I will. You d- <laughs> <laughs>
5: In well, other stuff. Um, sa- <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was a sad day in, in uh in music world. Most certainly. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes us back, doesn't it, ever?
0: It does, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'd like to tell a story, and I will later. But all right, you, 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 you can then,
5: and, and you can tell me, and then we'll decide if it's appropriate.
0: if, if it's terrible. Yeah,
5: yeah, I, I hear you. <clears throat> oh well. Stop
1: right there. Uh oh, it's time for Monty Man's weekly wine. <laughs>
5: I love the baby part. <laughs> that baby just did. me every time. It is time for my weekly whine. And, uh, of course, uh, I've got always got something to whine about. So I've got two things mm. this week. Okay, so listen. All of you people that want to judge us that are handicapped that don't look handicapped.
2: Mm.
5: I am a little peeved and sick and tired of people saying, well, you don't look handicapped. Why are you parked in the handicapped spot?" Well, two reasons: I got a handicapped thing on my mirror, which tells me that I legally can do that, mm-hmm. and secondly, just because I don't look handicapped doesn't mean I'm not in a lot of pain and need to park closer to the grocery store door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying you see what are you what are you doing denver you're nothing, looking at me nothing, weird nothing nothing <laughs> i i mean and this has happened on several occasions. I had a guy pull up next to me There was two handicap spots it was at a A football game that my son was playing in. Two handicap spots. He pulled in one. I pulled in the other. Right. He looks at me. Goes, "You're a poser. Get the blankety blank out of the handicap spot. You poser." Oh oh, oh, man. Jesus. And I'm like, "What do you? He was in a wheelchair. I'm not in a wheelchair. If you if you just see me standing there, it doesn't look like I'm having any issues. Mm -hmm. But you don't get a handicap permit. You know by." Well, I guess maybe some doctors can get paid off, I suppose. I did Xerox a copy of one. Or Xerox. <laughs> that's, just yeah, that's where I was going. I did make a co- I scanned one years ago when I was being a bad boy and tried to duplicate it. Didn't work out well. Ended up costing me $500. Oh, my God. Um, but, uh, yeah. So just because somebody doesn't look handicapped. Like, if you're going into the handicapped restroom and you pass somebody and they don't look handicapped... Mm. Please don't pass judgment and say, "Oh, well, you don't look handicapped," and and people do that. I've talked to several people that are handicapped that have been approached like that, you know, and and it's it's just. And if you aren't handicapped and you're doing that and you're taking advantage of, shame on you. Yeah. Right. Shame on you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so the other part of that that I that I that I'm a little irritated at, and I think we may have talked about this off the air before, is what in the heck are we doing with? All these handicap spots, for instance, Winco here in town, they got these tons of handicap spots, but they're all for vans, right? Van accessible. That means they have Tommy Lift, and so a wheelchair comes down, and they have this big gaping area to, to allow for the door from the oh. wheelchair to open up. And I, I get that. But you're in a wheelchair, you get to ride to the front door. Your handicap spot should be the furthest away. <laughs> Those of us who have to walk should be the closest to the door. I right? thought it meant a van can fit in it. That's why it said van accessible. I don't know.
7: <laughs> but you can park
6: there without a van.
5: Yeah, because yeah, it, it doesn't say no, nothing other than a van. It just says van accessible, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you have a Kia Soul like we do, that's a minivan. No?
0: I don't know if you have to be in a van to do that. I mean is it I wouldn't if think they so. if they have a picture of a wheelchair, isn't that just anyone that's handicapped? Or is that specifically well, no. for wheelchairs?
5: No, well it'll say wheelchair only or it'll just say wheelchair. That is specifically for the red uh mm-hmm. thing that's on your mirror. So if they come by, the little ladies that volunteer and their little putt putts <laughs> and they come by and see you parked with a blue handicap marker and you're in the wheelchair spot, you're gonna get a ticket. That's for people in wheelchairs. Um, if it says van accessible, I'm, I'm with Cody. I, if it says van accessible, that just means it's van accessible.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: It doesn't mean it's van only. You would think it would say van only, but I don't know.
0: So they have different colors. I didn't know that. I haven't made it to that stage of right. life yet.
5: Yeah, you will. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, the other thing is, and Denver and I are going to experience this, so we're we're uh, flying out to um, to Phoenix on uh, Thursday morning. Woo-hoo! Oh, nice. Um to go to Prescott, Arizona for for the 2017 uh, uh International Hope Fest. Mm-hmm. And um we're going to be flying on an airline that thank goodness this particular airline does not charge for one carry-on. Oh, good. But most of them do now. Yep. And I mm-hmm. I I'm I'm very irritated about that. First of all, you sock us like crazy on the price of the plane ticket. And now you're going to charge fifty dollars for one carry-on. So if you have a butt pack, it's mm-hmm. fifty bucks. Oh, they count that as one. Oh yeah. Oh lord. So there you go. I guess
0: it's been a few years since I flew because that's all new too. Yeah. 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 Wow.
5: So there you go. There's my weekly wine. What do you think, Marv?
3: Uh, good judgment comes from experience. Good judgment and that comes from bad judgment.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Lessons learned, right? Oh, my goodness sakes. Well, all right. So there we go. Um, there's a weekly wine. Uh, we'll be back. Um, well, not before we ask an important what question. What would you
0: do with a brain if you had one? Turn
7: around, hit the ground, time to lay your burden down. Hey! Check this out. Okie dokie. Some festivals are really great. Yeah. Some are excellent. Yeah. Some are big. Yeah. But this This one is you. It's the 6th Annual annual Hope Fest. Fest. Saturday, October 14th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. and completely taking over the beautiful Prescott Courthouse Plaza in Prescott, Arizona. Oh, but wait, Arizona. this isn't just any old event. No. This is a community service extravaganza.
2: Well, heck
7: <laughs> yeah. Featuring the Hope Serves Community Resource Fair. Everybody loves a fair. Live music, local and national recording artists, phenomenal guest speakers, phenomenal, Free family fun zone. Hey, for the kids. Food, vendors, yeah. and so much more. That's the 6th Annual Hope Fest. Saturday, October 14th in Frisket, Arizona. For more information, visit HopeFestAZ.com and celebrate, celebrate your recovery. You betcha.
1: Okay, it's time to play Take 12 Trivia. And this week, brought to you by that award-winning recovery magazine, the 12-Step Cassette. Visit their website at 12stepgazette.com. Now, we're going to play a little Wizard of Oz Trivia in honor of our special guest, Toto, Toto! <laughs> if ever a wizard
5: that was, that's the right. It's time for Take Twelve Recovery Radio Trivia. If you get it wrong, and if you get it right, that's what you get. <laughs> Nothing worth anything. Just that's what you get. That's just what you get. That's what you get. What you get. What you get. What you get. So, in honor of our guest uh, Cody D, aka Toto, a little Wizard of Oz trivia here. Uh, all right, number one. Who was the first choice to be considered to play Dorothy? Here are your choices. Oh, no. Shirley no. Temple, Judy Garland, or Brenda McNabbish? I say Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple, what do you think, Denver?
7: What was the three?
5: Shirley Temple, Judy Garland, or Brenda McNabbish? A Garland. Judy Garland?
6: Yeah. Yeah, I go with Garland, too.
5: What do you think there, Marv? The
3: first choice oh, to play I'm Dorothy... Confused. Who was
5: the first first choice to be considered to play Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz? Shirley Temple, Judy Garland, or Brendan McNabbish?
3: Well, Judy Garland played the part, right? Right. So I'm going to say Shirley Temple.
5: Shirley Temple is correct, Marley. She was the first choice. You guys got it wrong. It was a trick question. Number two. That's why
3: I was confused. Uh,
5: Ah. Are you confused now? Pretty much. Are you? Okay, good. Number two. What was uh first uh, uh yeah, what was first considered to play Toto? Was it a dog? Was it a cat? Or was it a man? <laughs> that oh. would be weird. Oh. <laughs> so Toto, what do you think? Yeah, lead off what was understand. first considered to play Toto? Dog, a cat or a man? I
6: wanna say a dog.
5: You wanna say a dog? What do you think, Denver?
6: <laughs> oh man.
0: Toto doesn't sound like a cat's name, but I'm going to go with a kitty cat.
5: you going to go with a kitty cat? What do you think, Tony?
4: I don't know, because I can see. I'll, I'll be the odd
5: one now. I'll say a man. A man? She needed a man. What do you think Marv? <laughs> a dog. A dog? Well, Tony's correct. <laughs> oh, I'm on a roll. Yeah. Right. Toto was first considered to be a man. Yeah, so you guys got it wrong. Then wanna... they G-rated it, I guess. Toto. i <laughs> So there you go, Cody. <laughs> right. You missed your calling. Uh, number three, the cowardly lion's costume was made of what? Was it real lion skin, sheepskin, or paper? What do, you, what do you think, Marv? Paper. Paper. What do you think, there, Tony? Mm. Real lion skin, sheep sheepskin, or paper? Just because it's
4: twisted movie, literally, I'll say the lion skin.
5: Lion skin. What do you think, Danver? Well, I see
0: Hollywood being politically correct nowadays. Uh, I'm going to go with actually probably the real skin. Yeah, yeah.
5: What do you think, Toto?
0: I'm going to go with paper.
5: Paper? Well, Denver and Tony would be correct. It was a real lion skin.
1: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> bing, bing. sure didn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. It looked like an, cloth. An and old rat. It, it skin.
5: actually weighed a hundred pounds. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, number four, the snow in the poppy scene was made of what? Here are your choices. Asbestos, confetti, or real snow?
4: I'm saying asbestos. Asbestos? Just because I don't
6: know
5: why. Toto, what do you think?
6: There, Cody? I go with confetti. Confetti? Makes sense.
0: <coughs> oh, I love having asbestos, but I'm going with confetti. Confetti.
5: Marv?
3: Snow. Snow? Well,
5: it was asbestos, yeah.
3: Yeah, no wonder they fell asleep. I thought maybe maybe they had one of those snow machines or something.
5: Yeah, they're blowing asbestos all over the place. Gee whiz.
0: (laughs) Real skin and asbestos. Okay, and here's
5: your your last one, and I'll give you a couple interesting facts. Uh, The tin man's oil in his oil can was actually what? Used motor oil, chocolate syrup... Um, or diluted tar. Oh.
0: <laughs> Considering their track record, I guess I'd go with diluted tar. Me too.
5: You too? I mean, what do you think? Uh, Cut oil. Hey, Marv. Chocolate syrup, used oil, or diluted tar? Chocolate syrup. Marv is correct. It was chocolate oh. syrup. Aww. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> You're all a little bit smarter now. Here's some interesting <laughs> facts. Uh, Toto reportedly earned $125 per week. Oh, my God. That's more than you make now, uh, Toto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Toto the dog. $125 per week. But wow. the Munchkin Actors only got 50 bucks max. I heard that they were the little critters, too. Quite the uh, company. <laughs> I'm sure they were.
4: Yeah, junk little turds.
1: Uh,
5: <laughs> the horses. <laughs> well, they were. The horses in the Emerald City were colored with Jello. Remember the horses mm-hmm. of many colors; they they changed colors, which the horses kept trying to lick off. So it was it was quite a problem. Uh, and Toto was played by a female dog named Terry. <laughs> Toto, Terry. Just just so you know, uh, there, Cody. Keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, good to know. <laughs> and that does it for Take Twelve trivia uh, for this we're week. To see the wizard, yes. The wonderful yes. Wizard
1: of- All
5: right, so uh, step three is the topic. Step three revealed. Yeah, not that that step three. three
2: three.
5: Leonard. All right, step three uh, revealed. Step three reads, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Um. So... This is one of those steps there's a lot of controversy over
2: mm-hmm.
5: in meetings today because um, there are meetings, there are A meetings, NA meetings, all sorts of 12-step meetings today um, that don't even want to talk about God, let alone a higher power, mm-hmm. um, which when they go down that road, they really aren't following the 12-step model anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and so we know that. We know that, that there's groups that do that. But but without focusing on that, let's focus on what this really means. Um, so in step one, we admit that we have a problem. Step two, we admit that we can't fix it. And step three is we made a decision to turn our will on our life, um, our, our personality, our, our lives, our, our egos, everything, uh, over to the care of God. Now, as we understood him is is something that has been um, controversial over the years, and it ought not be. Uh, so there's two ways you can study something. You can study something devotionally, and you can study something historically. When it comes to the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, I like to look at it historically, because then you can see in context what the author was talking about. As we understood him, first of all, it's him, capital H, it's not she, them, or it, so it was very clear, Mm -hmm. Um, as we understood him was not that you think that God is an inanimate object or a cloud or the ocean because it's a power greater than yourself. It simply meant as you continue in your understanding of him, wherever that starts for you, according to the literature, is fine as long as it makes sense to you. So, any place is a good enough place to start. It may be that you don't understand God at all, but that you're willing to turn your will and your life over to something that you don't understand, but maybe just a hair. That's okay. And in the chapter, We Agnostics, it talks about the starting point, but you can't stay there. You have to grow beyond that. So this, for many people, is a starting point. And you don't have to understand the creator, lock, stock, and barrel, to do this step.
2: Mm -hmm.
5: And and a lot of people think that unless you have a full understanding of who God is, that you can't do step three. And that's not true. Because I have been a born-again Christian since 1971 and I still don't understand a lot about God.
2: Mm.
5: You know, and the way I f- understand him today is a lot different than I did back in 1971. Mm. Um, so as we understood him is it's an action thing. It's like it's like saying I am deciding on what soda pop I want to buy as I'm walking to Circle K mm. or 7-Eleven. So as I'm going there I'm developing an understanding. So it's, it's an action thing. And so a lot of people misunderstand that. The reason it's in italics is because the author wants us to pay close attention to that piece. It means that you don't have to have this all figured out to do this step. Now, some people will argue with that. Because they think it means that you can understand God to be anything you want. Now, one of the most dangerous things I've ever heard in any 12-step gathering, and I understand the heart behind this, but it can be taken wrong if it's not explained by a sponsor, a mentor, or a spiritual advisor. So please, if you tell the people that you work with this, please make it clear what you mean. Because the heart behind it is good. But if it's not explained, it could be misunderstood. And that's this. Take a piece of paper, and on the piece of paper, in one column, write down all your old ideas of who God was or is, and in another column, write who you want God to be, and then choose that. Now, the problem with that philosophy is our tendency as newcomers in recovery is to create a God out of our own understanding, and that's not what the book says. Mm. It's as you understand him As you move in an understanding of him, we don't create him out of our own understanding because then we would be the creator. Uh And isn't that the problem? We got ourselves into trouble because we thought we were God. Remember back two weeks ago, the first requirement was what? That we stop playing God. Mm -hmm. So you cannot create your higher power out of your own understanding. That's not what the book is saying. So what happens is when I was told that, I thought, well, this is good. I'll write all these old ideas of God. And then my new ideas were I won't have any consequences. He 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 won't like stop you. me from using. I'll be able to use and go ha- have a good time. Mm-hmm. And I won't have any consequences. It, it was all about me, 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 you know. And so I had created this higher power that was really all about me.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And without having somebody to walk you through an exercise like that. It it, it can be kind of it can be misunderstood. So we have to understand. Historically, what are they talking about? So that was just a quick overview of of what that means as we as we understand him. Um, And I want to read this and then we'll, we'll open this up for discussion. So. In the ABCs, A being that we were alcoholic, could I manage our own lives? B, that probably no human power could have relieved our alcoholism. And C, that God could and would if he were sought. It's interesting, in the original manuscript, it said God can and will, period. It wasn't based on our behavior, if he were sought. That wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. God could and would, God can and will, uh, was the original. Now – if you if you move over to page 63 in how it works, um, at the end of step two, the promise of step two, it says, as we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, and here- hereafter. We were reborn. Mm-hmm. That's the promise of step two. Then it says... We were now at step three. And then there is what is known as the third step prayer. And this is what we want to talk about today. It says, um, many of us said to our maker as we understood him. So anywhere you're at in that understanding is fine. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. That's one of my favorite prayers, aren't they? Now, there's a lot going on in that prayer. Mm. So, first of all, God, I offer myself to to, to thee for what purpose? To build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. All right, so now that that is really showing that we've turned our will and our life over to him. Uh-huh. Right, I'm giving you me to do with me what you want to do with me. My life's no longer mine,
3: it's yours. Uh-huh.
5: So Marv, let me ask you.
3: Oh man, yeah, <laughs> How do I have to be first? You're leading this off.
5: <laughs> is that a daily thing for you or did you just do that once and you're cool?
3: Oh no, Yeah, it's, you've got to do it every day. Yeah. I think for me. Right. Yep.
5: Is that because we take our t- our is is before the sun rises the next day we've already taken our life back it, in our own hands. It's because
3: <laughs> it's because exactly what the Bible says we're sheep. Mm. Sheep aren't very smart. And uh we forget. Our forgetters kicked in and and uh and we have to uh, uh every day Come before him and give it up, surrender all that stuff
5: right <clears throat> so are are there if you were to i' ask tony this if 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 your life was a house mm-hmm. with several rooms in it, one room being relationships, another room being nutrition, another room being entertainment all these different aspects of your life mm-hmm. one room being worship or whatever, and you turn your entire house over to the care of God Mm -hmm. as a human being, do you find yourself wanting to hold on to one of those rooms? Oh yeah. Or maybe, maybe a couple of them and maybe switch them up. People even sober were selfish. So like, Oh yeah.
4: I have defects of character that in little rooms that
5: I'm like, "Mm."
4: this one's mine. Not yet. Or Here it is, but now I want
3: to back you know right yeah we even like to switch them around
4: yeah Yeah, you can have this one today right. life is good
5: you can have this one today but tomorrow that one's mine exactly right Cody how about you man
6: uh, well this lines up this is exactly what I'm doing my homework on right now <laughs> Oh, is it really <laughs> so this is great uh, and I just wrote a paper kind of ranting and raving about how um, what you understand him and how it's that's not what it's about is how it's getting back to it is God and it's all about God and I just kind of wrote a paper about just why I don't agree with that and going through uh, the, first, the first time. Why you don't agree with what? Is what do you understand him. is That was a hard one for me to get through. Oh, I got you. And uh, kind of where I'm at now is it's all about God and it is God. It can't be uh, a paper clip or a doorknob or um, something. I think the the 12th step has got far away from that and the teachings of it.
5: Uh, We've gotten away from what they actually say Yeah,
6: what it it truly means And so it was really hard for me to go back through it And read it again And think of how a lot of people are thinking today uh, And portraying what this book is They think it's saying And not what it's actually saying
5: You bet, you bet Do do you find it easy to hold on to one of those rooms And say this is mine You can't have this one yet, God Oh yeah, definitely Yeah, Yeah. How about you, Denver? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of, of course.
0: I was sitting here reading your shirt Re- recovery, and I was thinking recovery is discovery. And when mm. you and when you said that line of as we understand him, I always thought as we understand him, that was cut and dried. You know, he's right. either a rock or whatever you right. want to make him. But right. the, when you read that, it just came to me that's as we begin to grow. You betcha. You know that that's beautiful. I wish I had a notepad. I would have jotted that down because I'm going to start bringing a notepad just so those thoughts, when they hit, but yeah, the way you put that. As we begin to grow, it's just a continual thing. Daily, like you said, we have to. Every day, I got to clean a, a room or uh, relinquish a room, not clean it. Yeah, I, I have to turn that over to God because
5: I, I'm pretty, pretty tidy about wanting to hang on to my rooms yeah as you say you bet and and i think one of one of the area one of the rooms that that people in recovery want to hold on to and not relinquish i think more than any other um is in the area of relationships oh yeah you know I, and i'm not just talking about you know a romantic relationship I'm talking about any aspect of relationship I want to hold on to that resentment because that guy did me wrong uh-huh. God you can have every other part of my life but I'm going to hold on to this one for a little bit you know it, it just re- well I'm not going to how about lack of forgiveness Well, I'm not going to forgive nope nope nope, nope. I'm, I'm, I'm holding on to that you know um, or how about codependency Well, I I can't kick them out. I can't let them live on the street. Mm -hmm. So, in fact, I'm going to help them buy their drugs just so I can keep them here and hopefully control them. I mean, so there's another area in a relationship we don't really – I mean, a lot of what we do as folks in recovery, as human beings, Mm -hmm. is surrounded around other people. True, Tony.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there was so many people I held on to even for years – um, just because it was easier to be mad, angry, sad, um, upset. Yeah. Because I don't want, I don't want to be the have to one to do all the work all the time. And sometimes it still gets me. I ask my sponsor, like, why is it always us? Why can't they do any work? But h- it's h- not h- about h- them. H- it's about me. And I hate looking at my dark side. Right. Because it can still be there. A little bit.
5: Yeah, a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, why do we want to hold on to these things? What do you think, Denver? Why do we okay. want to hold on to some of this stuff and not turn it over?
0: Well, we've become comfortable with it. Ah, it's a, it a fallback onto, you know what? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm used to doing something this way. It uh, used to work for me, maybe. So, I'm comfortable with it. And it's an old habit, it's, it's instilled into my brain. You know, we're going through a Genesis process, right? Right now, and uh, it gets ingrained in you. Habits do, and it's just easy to fall back onto. Sure. I mean, we want to let them go, and before you know it, you're right back into the same Mm -hmm. old rut.
3: Yeah,
5: yeah. So I think some of these, uh, some of these things we hold on to can also be our old ideas. Mm -hmm. Right, that certain things are okay, or with me, God understands. (laughs) Use that one. (laughs)
0: Sure he does. So, Cody, you have any old
5: ideas you're holding on to? Sneak up on the mic there, buddy.
6: Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of a lot, but, I mean, just, Let me remind <laughs> you. Try. <laughs>
4: yeah, you can't get out of these questions. <laughs>
6: uh, just being in control of kind of what I want to do and thinking that um, where I want to go and what I want to do is kind of my ideas and yeah. my will. And a lot of times I just got to think is, is this really God's will? And is this really what he wants? And a lot of the time as I just forget to even ask, I forget to look and see what he wants for me. Right. And I just act on impulse. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't turn out like I thought it would, or what I wanted to happen. And it's just sure not even stepping back for a minute and just saying, what, what do you have for me?
5: It's, it's interesting. It says, uh, to build with me and to do with me. So the with me here is two, there's two different meanings. One to build with me means I'm cooperating,
2: Mm -hmm.
5: right? He's not going to render us white as snow without our cooperation. So to build with me and then to do with me is, is a little different. Mm -hmm. That, that means I've relinquished total control. So, Uh, Then then it says uh, As thou wilt So your will, not my will Mm -hmm. Um, And then it says something very interesting And I think this follows when we do that It says relieve me of the bondage of self Now that statement Even sounds a little selfish You know I I don't like who I've become So God, relieve me of the bondage of me Mm -hmm. Is it all about me again? Like you telling me to put the stone down. Yeah, drop the rock. Drop the rock. You yeah. know. Uh but I think we have to come to a place where we have to say this is one of those self-centered acts that's not a negative. Yeah. This is a positive. God, me as I sit here today, I'm in deep weeds mm-hmm. and I need to be relieved of the bondage of me. Well that's 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 pretty hard pill to swallow that I am in bondage of me.
4: And like we were talking about the other day on the phone, it's like I'm having a hard time realizing I I worry about what people think of me and why I've had to take steps back because of my health. Right. Is that like selfless or selfish, that conversation we had.
5: Sure, Yeah. sure. So, I
4: mean, I'm really battling that right
5: now. So here's an idea. Um, And I was thinking about this after we talked. Mm -hmm. So when I think... My thinker again, when I think that you are bothered by something I've done, when you've told me, and I'm not picking on you, oh, no, but when, you, on <laughs> when you've told me over and over again that you're not, I'm calling you a liar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm saying, yeah, you do. You're bothered by it. I've told you a million times. I'm not. Yeah, but you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And so it, it, now it's like, wow. So you're not giving me any credit. Mm-hmm. For you're not you're not giving me the credibility, I'm telling you that it doesn't bother me, yeah, you know, um we do a lot of apologizing- mm-hmm.
2: uh,
5: you know as addicts and alcoholics in recovery we, we oh gosh, I'm sorry about this, I'm sorry about that I mean, can i just can I just suggest that as people that are in a process of of knowing better, therefore doing better, and all of us are in that mm-hmm. that we're not sorry people anymore, yeah, you know what I mean we're not a sorry lot. And so you don't have to be sorry. Mm -hmm. Making amends is different. And we're going to get to that when we get to step nine revealed. But um, yeah, so then it says, uh, so it says, relieve me of the bondage of self. Why? That I may better do thy will. So the purpose of being relieved from being bound up in me Mm -hmm. is to glorify him. It's to do his will and his ultimate will. And people, I hear it all the time and you guys probably do too. I don't know what God's will for my life is. I do. That whatever I do in word or deed, it points to him. Mm -hmm. That is his will. Mm -hmm. Now, do I know if he wants me to apply for this job or that job or, you know, things like that? Yeah. I may not be sure about that. But bottom line is, whatever I do in word or deed, it needs to point to him. Mm -hmm. And I can't do that if I'm in bondage to me. Exactly.
4: Kind of like Pastor Kelly using the sand and the rock. Oh example yeah! Yesterday. Wasn't that good? That was huge because sand moves, so you're always gonna be like not stable. But yeah, right. if you do it on the build your house on the rock, then you have to do all the work and you know put in you all dig the piping and everything and dig deep in yourself and
5: yeah. So your recovery is gonna be either built on rock or built on sand.
4: Mm-hmm. He made me really
5: think on that one. That was a good one. Yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. So if your if your recovery and he said house. Like family and stuff, but if you change that up, if your recovery is built on rock, you dig deep, you have a foundation that's sturdy, and when the storms come, you're able to withstand it. But if it's built on sand, in other words, your program, Mm -hmm. then when the storms come, you're not going to fare too well. Yeah. But it's easy to build on sand, right? It is very easy to build on sand. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. It kind of made me tear up yesterday in church too, because I'm like, I don't think I could have gone through these health issues with Walter. So I'm glad James is kind of my rock to help me through the storm. Sure. Know? And so I oh, I'm about to tear up again. I cried after
5: he said that. Take away my difficulties. know, there isn't a period there. Uh huh. So this isn't well. Take away, take all my problems away. There's a reason for this. That victory over them may bear witness. To those I would help of thy power, love, and thy way of life. So we have a responsibility. We're talking about 12-step work here. Mm -hmm. And we're not even there yet. Mm -mm. But this is our first hint in the third step prayer that eventually we're going to give away something that's been given to us. Mm -hmm. Right? So we're talking about helping other people and showing them the power of God, the love of God, and the way of God. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's in the third step prayer already. So, have all your difficulties been taken away, Cody? <laughs>
6: <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs>
5: but have some.
6: Uh, yeah. But then, but then again, getting sober, some some add on too.
5: Ooh, right. That's good. Some new stuff.
6: Yeah, stuff you kind of overlooked or just masked out and were numb to, and I don't. Know, maybe life even gets harder.
5: Yeah, yeah, different. Yeah, not easy, di-
6: but different. Different would be a good word for it. Yeah, right.
5: Denver, got new difficulties on the horizon. Different, different, different ones. <laughs> Marv, what? Different difficulties. <laughs> different difficulties. Um, new difficulties.
3: Um, well, you know what? Um, how do I say this? because uh, when co when you were talking to Cody and Steph it, I was I was thinking um you know I got a lot of years in the program right you know and I and I it's just a fact I'm not yeah. you know, bragging or anything like that and uh you talking about difficulties in the last 3 years have been horrendous sure for me
5: yeah they have and
3: we won't get into why or anything but um um, we're gonna have difficulties and it doesn't matter how long I've been a Christian for many years, I've been an AA for many years, it just doesn't matter. Um, things are gonna come up and um it's gonna it gets deeper. There's roots. Uh if you're anything like I am where I come from, the roots of damage and dysfunction are so deep. Mm. And you just—it's—it's uh, going to come up. I had a counselor yeah. one time tells me, "What goes in's got to come out," and right. uh, and so you know, just because you do the third step, right? We're fallible human beings, and this stuff is going to come. And uh, thanks, thanks be to to God as I misunderstand him yeah. <laughs> that I'm even still here. Right? So yeah. 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 Sorry I, for the long No, break. no, no.
5: I, get it. I, I, I perfect, get it. perfect. Perfect.
3: The silent convoy has spoken.
5: <laughs> so so it's interesting because when it talks about it ends this sentence, uh to help thy power, thy love and thy way of life, that means his way, not my way. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I got called on the carpet on uh many times was being specific about who my higher power was in a meeting. Mm. Now, I never told anybody that they needed to that Jesus Christ needed to be their higher power. I never I never quoted scripture in meetings. I never did any of that stuff. I just openly stated that, you know, and more times than not I would I would say my heavenly Father. Because that's what the book says. Mm. And I would get called on the carpet on that. And I was reminded because I apologized one time. And you, and you know, you know, uh, Mick, uh, oh, yeah. uh Mick mm-hmm. was one of my sponsors years ago. He told me, he says, never apologize for God. Mm-hmm. And then he showed me in the big book where it says that never apologize for God. We never apologize, mm-hmm. you know, and I was sharing in a general manner, you know, so, it, and and by the way, and I'll say this because we're going to have a guest on the show here in a few weeks, that is going to talk about Native American 12-stepology, uh, uh, let's mm-hmm. say, called the Red Road. And if if your higher power, if you're in an AA meeting and your higher power is grandfather and somebody shuts you down, I will be the first person to stand up in your defense and say, leave that guy alone. Mm-hmm. Amen. That That is, that is his experience. Y- you can't be doing that. And and so never apologize for your belief. Now I may not agree with you, <laughs> but that doesn't give me the right to shut you down yeah. in a meeting in the United States of America for crying out loud, you know. So that's one of the beautiful things about the the fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous
2: mm-hmm.
5: is that we're allowed, a, we're supposed to be anyway, a whole lot of room. Mm-hmm. Um. And so we, we don't apologize for who God is in our life. and it, But
3: don't you think it's – I'm sorry. Go but ahead. don't you think it's interesting? Just the other day I was reading in uh, a book, uh, Bill Wilson and Pass It On. Yeah. And they're talking about the Oxford group. Yeah. And they're talking about the early days with the – and it was Jesus Christ. Absolutely it was. There's no doubt about it. You can't – if you look at the – literature from back in 1935 uh, forward there is no doubt but a absolutely uh well, i'm gonna get in trouble but man they watered it down they have it is just not what it was and,
5: and you're right and so when i say somebody's got a right to to say whoever their higher power is i'm talking about their right as a civil human being in the united states and, to do that but as far as you you are absolutely correct the Alcoholics Anonymous program, not the fellowship, not the people, but the program, the written literature, the way that it was intended, was, was a Christ-centered program. Bill Wilson talks about Christ and how his, he had a bad view of him in Bill's story, and how later he had to see where religious people were right. I mean, it's all over the literature, so you're absolutely correct.
3: Well, and I, I didn't say that to be correct, but no, to fur, to go further with what you're saying, um, those people with the doorknob and the hams bare and right and whatever for a higher power, uh, I'm going to go back to what I've always said: is this thing is a process, right? And they don't understand when they come in, they don't they don't uh, they've been so deluded, you know, yeah. And and it's a process, and I've seen many, many, many people uh, uh, go from uh, doorknob and all that stuff, uh, and and through through time, yes, come yeah. to Christ as they I understood seen Him, him. As, as, as they
5: continue as to understand Him, yeah, as, as they,
3: that yeah. process began to develop. You yeah. bet.
5: You bet. So is there a difference? I'm just going to answer it. There really isn't any difference between somebody who thinks that God is the ocean or somebody who has no idea who God is, but they're both willing to grow in their understanding, yes, right? Yes. Yes. Right. They're willing. And 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 if we slap them down and say, no, 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 mm-hmm. when they walk in the door.
0: That's a bitter taste. They're liable to walk back. They're
5: down. not going to.
4: Yeah. yeah. And my God then is not. Who it is now. It's totally changed.
5: Right. But you were allowed that freedom to grow yeah. in your understanding, right?
4: Yeah. Because my God in the Catholic Church was a punishing God. That's sure. It's not how it is.
5: Right. I don't... I That's my own belief. Yeah. That, well, that was your experience. Mm-hmm. That's That's what you got. Yeah. So do you feel about God differently than you did when you first got into recovery? Cody?
6: Yeah, I didn't know really anything about God. I thought that you just went to church to be a good person, and that's what... That's what made you a good person. And so my understanding has grown drastically in this last couple of years. Um,
5: yeah. Yeah. So I remember when you came into the program, you had a guitar that you didn't play. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I had it. But you had it. And your hair was a trip. I think it's a trip now. You had lots
7: of going everywhere. Like, this guy's a rock star.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um. So it goes on to say, we found it very desirable to take this spiritual step with an understanding person. Uh, it's interesting here. It says, and you got to remember the time period when this was written. It says, such as our wife. You, you know. Yeah, I, I still don't see how that would work. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm, there's, some, there's some wives that are going, no way, Jose. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, a best friend or spiritual advisor. And then it says, this is interesting. But it is better to meet God alone than with one who might misunderstand. So you can take this step by yourself. Mm. You can do that. Um, My experience was when I did this step, uh, Doug Jay was my sponsor at the time. Uh, He took me to the Brownsville Bridge. There's a covered bridge in Brownsville. And we got on our knees and with a BIC lighter and the Big Book opened up and my finger burning because I had the lighter was lit. In the dark, we read this prayer. He read it, and then I read it. And then he had me put it in my own words and pray it.
2: That's cool.
5: Now, I had been a follower of Christ since 1971. Mm -hmm. And yet, I did not understand what a relationship with Jesus meant. Mm -hmm. I knew what a religious walk with him meant, but I didn't know what a relationship was. Until I offered myself to be completely surrendered to him. And that's when things started to change for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it says the wording was, of course, quite optional. So long as we express the idea of voicing it without reservation, that is an important statement. Um, we do this without reservation. We don't hold back. We are willing to let God have all of us. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we understand him. Doesn't mean we get it right. It just means we're willing to let him have all of us. And by the way, it's time for the secret clue.
4: I was wondering about that.
5: Yes.
3: Are you ready? What I, he said or the secret clue? The secret clue.
5: <laughs>
4: but <laughs> but, well, kind of both, but the secret clue. I'm that like, not the, clue. the, secret,
5: clue. the yeah. secret clue is Meathead. Meathead. Ooh. Meathead is the secret That's clue. That's a giveaway. <laughs> I have no for, idea what y'all are talking ge- about. For our generation. <laughs> for the soundbite contest, the secret clue is Meathead. Okay, so you have to tell me the, the secret clue and you have to tell me the, the TV show. I'm going to have from. to
4: Google about that now.
5: Um. So we do this we do this without reservation. And then it says something that is I mean, really smacks us in the face here. Uh for those of you who think you can do the third step and then you're done.
2: Uh-huh.
5: And a lot of Christians think this. Well, I turned my will and my life over to Jesus Christ back in nineteen seventy one. I'm good.
2: Uh-huh.
5: I don't have to do the third step. I don't have to do these steps. I'm good. I got saved back then. It says this was only a beginning.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
5: Well, that's a lot of power right there this was only a beginning <clears throat> though if honestly and humbly made an effect sometimes a very great one is felt at once
0: mm-hmm.
5: not always <laughs> not so- me sometimes <laughs> <laughs> not me sometimes um we're going to talk next week uh about step 4 or not next week the following week because next week there's no show Oh, that's right. Because we're going to, Denver and I are going to be coming back from Arizona. Jet jet lag. And we're going to have jet lag big time. (laughs) Um, But the next statement, it says, next we launched. And I'm just going to give you a little hint here. This is an Air Force term. It means from zero to 200 in seconds. Mm -hmm. So the next thing you do after step three, you do immediately. Immediately. And if you're working with a sponsor or a spiritual advisor, you don't do step three and say, see you next week for, for step four. You do it that day. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about what that entails uh, week after next when we, when we update the show week after next.
0: can hardly wait for the music for that one. <laughs> next we launch. Top Gun, here we
4: go. Right? <laughs> it probably will be, too, and then it'll be Top Gun Trivia. <laughs> see?
5: Cody, did you have a good time?
6: Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah,
5: it's been cool. It's been very cool. Toto, Toto, <laughs> <laughs>
3: I got my moon pie. That's the most important. Oh, oh yeah, well, so
5: we, mm. so yeah. Debra bought moon pies in. There. Yeah, and we talked about that, but last week <laughs> about how cardboarded weirdness they are. Um, so uh, did you? Oh, you haven't eaten it
3: yet? No, no, no I'm. Uh,
4: I was going to take a bite on the show, but I, it's turning my stomach just looking well, at listen, it. Well,
5: listen, here's the great thing about it. Sorry, I didn't mean to. it be the same next week. Yeah, you can keep that on your shelf <laughs> until you're old and gray, and it'll still yeah. taste just as
3: bad. It'll be an antique, <laughs> huh? It
5: looks like an
4: antique right now. I <laughs> God, I had to not look at that thing all throughout the show, my stomachs.
5: Well, thank you to all of you guys. Thank you uh, to Cody uh, D for uh, being our special guest, uh, Toto. It's been uh, it's been real, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna hang out a little bit here after the show in Denver. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, You're Marv. Thank thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Um, our closing song is by Mike Zito, and is simply called "Just for Today." <laughs>
1: Say that life is colder. I'll be smiling off of my shoulder. My life is simple, for that I'm grateful. With all my blessings, I can't be hateful. This world is heaven with you beside me. My eyes are open to what my. Get some help from above Well, I know it's gonna be okay Just for today I know the feeling of always falling The lost confusion of endless crawling and when I woke up among the living I became bound to love and forgive him I know that life is gonna bring some pain But with some help from above we we'll know it's gonna be okay Just for today There's a world on fire, full of hate and desire, but I know that love is gone to like rain, oh. oh, oh. To live like a young girl, all my friends say that life is colder. I just smile and offer my shoulder. I know that life is gonna bring some pain. Well, I know that. Yes, I know who life is gonna bring. Just a little bit of pain. Some help from above Well I know it's gonna be okay Just for today Just for today Just for today Just for today
7: Hey, thank you so much, Mike
5: Zito, your song just for today. Hey, listen, folks, a special thank you going out to our brand new sponsor, the folks at Potomatic, And, of course, we really want to thank Cody D for being in the studio with us today, nicknamed Toto. We like giving him a hard time. He is one of the family. Hey, listen, until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man along with the Take 12 Recovery radio team, and we're wishing God's perfect serenity. For you. Bye bye now. Good
1: guys, bad boys, we're all the same. Same by grace in the name of the game. Turn around, hit the ground, time to lay your burden down.
4: This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.
1: Cause she's a super cat, super
7: cat, she's super kitty, meow. Ew, kitty, kitty, kitty,
0: kitty, mom. <laughs> What would you do with a brain if you had one?